Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 685. Bast closed his eyes and pounded the table like a child in the grip of a tantrum. Shut up, shut up, shut up! Bast pointed at Chronicler. I don't give a fiddler's fuck what you tell him, Reshi. He'll write what I say or I'll eat his heart in the market square. He turned the finger back to the innkeeper and shook it furiously. But you'll tell me the truth, and you'll tell me now! Kvothe looked up at his student, the amusement bleeding out of his face. Bast, we both know I'm not above the occasional embellishment, but this story is different. This is my chance to get the truth of matters recorded. It's the truth behind the stories. The dark young man hunched forward in his chair and covered his eyes with one hand. Kvothe looked at him, his face full of concern. Are you all right? Bast shook his head, still covering his eyes. Bast, Quoth said gently, your hand is bleeding. He waited a long moment before asking, Bast, what's the matter? That's just it! Bast burst out, throwing his arms wide, his voice high and hysterical. I think I finally understand what the matter is! Bast laughed then, but it was loud and strained and choked off into something that sounded like a sob. He looked up at the rafters of the taproom, his eyes bright. He blinked as if fighting back tears. Quoth leaned forward to lay his hand on the young man's shoulder. Bast, please. It's just that you know so many things, Bast said. You know all sorts of things you're not supposed to. You know about the Berentaltha. You know about the White Sisters and the Laughing Way. How can you not know about the Cathay? It's... it's a monster. Quoth relaxed visibly. Good lord, Bast, is that all? You had me all in a sweat. I faced down things far worse than... There isn't anything worse than the Cathay, Bast shouted, bringing his clenched fist down on the tabletop again. This time, there was the sharp sound of tearing wood as one of the thick timbers bowed and cracked. Reshi, shut up and listen. Really listen. Bast looked down for a moment, choosing his words carefully. You know who the Sitha are. Quoth shrugged. They're a faction among the Fae. Powerful, with good intentions... Bast waved his hands. You don't understand them if you use the term good intentions. But if any of the Fae can be said to work for the good, it's them. Their oldest and most important charge is to keep the Cathay from having contact with anyone. With anyone. That's the page. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. I'm Nick. So something that jumps out to me on this page is right in the middle uh, where Bast says... That's just it. I think I finally understand what the matter is. So something that has been a little bit of a a mystery, an open question, is what is Bast hoping to get out of getting Quoth to tell his story, right? We know that he wants wants the old Quoth back, whatever that means to him, and he thinks that him telling the story is the way to get it. And I wonder if Bast, like, didn't really understand, like, why Quoth was in the state he's in now and why the world is in the state it's in now. And I think now knowing that Quoth talked to the Cathay, he's like, Oh, so every, I understand now that every bad thing that has happened since is because you spoke to the Cathay. And I think it's one step more than that because now Bast realizes that he is also under the Cathay's influence through being part of Quoth's life. And that, Bast maneuvering Quoth to get into a position to tell his story is potentially calamitous as well. And I think that casts Bast's actions in a new light 
throughout the rest of the book because he doubles down instead of going, oh, maybe I should back off and maybe we shouldn't tell this story. He says, well, you know what? It doesn't matter to me if the circulation of this story causes even more pain and suffering. It's most important that I get my Reshi back and I get the story out there. So to hell with it. I'm going to allow the Cathay's influence to circulate if it means I get what I want. Yeah, that's an interesting notion. I think that the way, if we take it as true that the Cathay calcul- like says whatever it thinks will cause the most harm for the most people it, over the longest period of time, thinking that and then applying it to like causality would be a great way to drive yourself insane because you're like <laughs> constantly trying to imagine like, well, if I, I mean, it's kind of the same thing with any prophecy, right? Like if this thing is destined to happen, what happens if I don't do that thing? Unless not doing that thing is the thing that actually makes it come come to pass, you know? But then there's the added stakes of, and the thing that told me the prophecy wants the worst thing to happen always. And that is kind of the logic that Quoth and Chronicler go through later on, as I recall, that they sort of have a moment where they're like, wait a minute, if if we are actually under the Cathay's influence, what does that mean about free will? And they both kind of, as I recall, again, it's been a little while, they both kind of eventually go, okay, it can't possibly be that bad because the implications to free will are too too big to consider. Right. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and it it is interesting to kind of track. I think this is, we talked about this to death, so I don't want to dive into it too much deeper, but like the difference between Fulurian's reaction and Bast's reaction, I'm coming around to the idea that the the stories are somewhat exaggerated, potentially. That, That being a theme of this book, after all. Yeah, yeah, very true. But like the, the depth to which Bast reacts certainly are at odds and but i i really do kind of like this this like you know dark bast vision of like him going okay i don't care if the if the stories are true and the cathay's influence is is going to spread because of this story i don't care it's more important that the story get out there and i get both back I, i quite like that but of course i like you know i like my dark characters i like uh these the the corruption (laughs) <laughs> it is interesting to think about the Cathay's influence like a contagion, like a like a virus. Like just having been in contact with someone who spoke, like with someone who spoke with it, is disastrous. That's a metaphor that comes up actually. Uh, they compare it to a plague ship. Yeah. What's a plague ship? Like a ship where people on it have plague. So oh. if they're allowed to dock and disperse, the plague arrives on the land. Yes. Okay. I see. The word quarantine originally comes from the practice of not letting a ship where people who had plague on it dock in the port. You like made it weigh anchor like somewhere out in the harbor uh, and like made them sit there for like months until you could be sure that everyone who had the disease was dead. Wow. I didn't know that. That's very interesting. Well, the alternative was worse. Yes. No fair. But fascinating. Also sad. Much like this chapter. (laughs) <laughs> is this this isn't the first mention of the seath it is perhaps it is the, the first, first mention of what they do though yeah it is perhaps the first mention of them since the uh since the dialogue with haliax who keeps you safe from the singers the seatha i i think that bast mentioned them in a, in a previous framing chapter but only in the context of like you know they run around with their bows and arrows you know they're like hunters but he didn't specify like this is what they do hmm. but it's a good bit like I can't remember if it's because I've read this book so many times or because they were lightly seated throughout that 
the word is familiar and you have a sense that they're hunters. If so, well done. Excellent. Well, like any dialogue-heavy page, actually, that's yeah. not true. Sometimes there's dialogue-heavy pages with lots to discuss, but I feel like on today's page, oh, we're still I, working up to the good stuff. Jeremy has things. I have another thing. This is the first time that Quoth hears what Bast has been like with Chronicler, right? Like on the in the previous book at the end, Bast is like, look, buddy, you're going to write what I want you to write, and if you don't do what I say, I'm going to torture you to death in the most excruciating ways my very inventive mind can come up with. But he hasn't been letting Quoth see that about him until now. He completely loses his cool and he says like, I don't care what you tell this guy because he's going to do whatever I tell him or I will eat his heart. Right? <laughs> yeah, and Quoth doesn't really, he doesn't go, wait a minute, have you been torturing Chronicler? <laughs> well, because I don't think Quoth is taking him seriously. Right? Quoth mm. is like, Oh, like Bast is is having a tantrum. He's reacting emotionally, but Bast often reacts emotionally. So he doesn't. I don't think Foth is at this point like taking seriously what Bast what Bast is saying. He thinks he's just overreacting, which might mean that might lead to a further tragedy down the line where Bast follows through on his threats to Chronicler, and Foth goes, "Oh my God, why did you do that?" And Bast is, like, "I I told you I was going to do that. I told you that like a book ago." <laughs> we do love to kill the messenger we do love to kill the messenger folks okay wait a minute though like aren't we kind of the messenger because we are running a podcast i don't want to be murdered well someone out there loves to kill us Dana. great yeah, we're, we're public figures and therefore uh our fair game mm-hmm. but also we're sort of like uh pundits you know we do commentary so we're not public figures yeah as you yeah p- pundits are far more important than than you know the actual newsmakers and creators the the critics are, are of course uh, have a noble profession uh it's it's important that we be the arbiters of taste and not put ourselves at risk of uh, critique mm. sure is there anything else that we want to talk about on this page i am good i want to get more into more of the tantrum all right then let us tantrum on on tomorrow's page I want to go to the tantrum. Yes, Nick. The wind. Wind.